Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The Angus Reid Institute conducted a national poll, and the headline of the poll is Shovels in the Ground, Majority Say Liberals Made Right Decision in Improving, or rather Approving, the Transmount Expansion. Will it be built? Six in ten say yes, while four in ten say they are not convinced. Dave Korzynski is a research associate with the Angus Reid Institute. He joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Hey, Dave, good to talk to you. Yeah, thank you for having me, Roy. So TMX incorporates the national economy, and this is what you wrote in part of your release, provincial tensions, national unity issues, indigenous rights, climate change. It's also a referendum on Trudeau's government for the last four years. How do Canadians view, taking that over, overall picture, how do Canadians view the significance of Trans Mountain Extension? Yeah, I think that this is really uh, an important issue for Canadians. It's it's bigger, um, as, as I noted in the piece, if you go west of Ontario, there are quite strong opinions on this that kind of die off once you get to Ontario, Quebec, and Atlantic Canada. But certainly out in the west, this is a bit of a referendum on um, the Trudeau government's ability to get these economic projects done. And as you mentioned in, in your, your lead there, uh, they're not necessarily convinced that this is the end of, end of the, that process. But overall, um, quite a high level of approval for the decision for the government coming out on Tuesday and saying that this is a project that they want to see go forward. 56% of Canadians say that they made the right call there versus about 24%. So uh, more than two to one saying that this was the right call versus the wrong call. So it's something that I think is resonating well with Canadians, but uh, certainly some hesitancy among the public as to whether or not this is this is the end of the road for this project. You know, Dave, I'm quite surprised, actually, that the number is only 56 percent. I thought it would have been higher on a national basis because this has been a front and center issue for several years now. And TMX has really symbolized to so many Canadians the uh, the need to keep our energy sector active and profitable and drive our our social programs and our health care system and creating mm-hmm. uh, significant income for our national economy. I was yeah. I was expecting higher than fifty six percent. Yeah, well, what's interesting is that there's two places that are really holding that number back, um, and you reference one of them in Quebec, and Quebec has really kind of taken the mantle as the environmental opposition um, province. You know, where the reputation that BC used to have. Uh, consistently in our polling, when we ask about these national resource issues or climate change, Quebecers um, tend to have the, the strongest opinions on this. So you've got well, uh, 31%, so still a, a good, a solid minority who are saying that this is the right decision, but 40% in Quebec disagreeing. And then in BC, it's uh, 52% saying the right call versus 30%. So uh, you, you do see higher levels of support. You know, in Alberta, it's 85%. 71% in Saskatchewan, 3-to-1 uh, ratio in Ontario, 60-to-20, uh, and in Atlantic Canada. So, you know, there's a lot of people who uh, feel quite strongly about this, and uh, it, it really is kind of divides people into, into two camps at times, depending on where you are in the province and yeah. or in the country. This is really going to be a watershed issue, is it not, for the October 21st election? TMX, it's going to drag together. As you pointed out in your your release from the poll, it's going to pull together so many different aspects of the Trudeau record over the last three and a half years. 
Yeah, it really does. It, it, it's it's a it's kind of a referendum on you know how how people feel about the government and dealing with um, you know first and foremost really concrete indigenous issues. We talk about reconciliation all the time, and and there's really been a spotlight on that with the missing murdered indigenous women's report coming out. Um, but this is one of those issues where. The government went back and said, you know, we're going to take an extra month. We're extending the deadline. We don't feel that there's been enough consultation of the Indigenous communities along this pipeline route. And they feel comfortable now that they have that they have hit that mark. Uh, you know, people out in B.C., there's a, a strong minority who disagree and really are going to fight this thing till the end. Um, but I think that it's, it's a the government trying to show that they've really hit some of the marks and some of the rhetoric that they've been talking about in terms of balancing the economic growth with environmental protection. And what you see is that uh, when you're looking at projections for people, who people are going to support in the coming election, they really have uh, generated quite a bit of support from these different political communities. You know, those who are considering the NDP in October are, are evenly divided on this right decision, wrong decision question. Uh, same with Green Party uh, supporters, potential supporters, I should say. And, you know, for me, that was one of the big surprise takeaways from this is I thought for sure that people that were considering primarily the NDP and the Green would say, you know, this was the wrong call. But they're quite divided. And I think that's something where for the Liberals, they're really trying to reestablish that their call to left-leaning Canadians and saying, you know, we're doing things that no other party is going to do. We're, we're really hitting the the two marks, we're going to, as you say, fund those social programs through economic development, and we're going to look at this with an environmental lens, and I think they've hit that mark with you know, more than one in three in, those, in both of those distinct groups saying that they actually support the government in this decision. What about uh, demographics? How does that come into play? Yeah, you know, there's there's always a, an interesting case in, in these issues where women are, are much more likely to take, you know, an, an environmental kind of stance on, on a lot of these things, and certainly younger Canadians, the 18 to 34 age group. But again, not as much of a, as a political polarity as you might kind of uh, imagine going into this. Uh, young people really are... are quite supportive of this you know they're more likely to say that the environment is a, a key priority when you're talking about uh, Canada's natural resource sector but they're divided evenly on whether or not they support or oppose this project so there's quite a bit of um, support for the project from all of these different age groups and you know you don't really see overwhelming opposition from any of them so I think that you know, while they might be divided, the smart play for the government is really to go forward with this and try to bring more people into their camp while, uh, you know, paying respect to the environmental aspects of this. And, you know, as they said on Tuesday, every dollar from this, from the production of this pipeline is going to go into clean energy transition. So I think they're trying to walk that line because they know that there are very important groups in this that, you know, young people, especially young women who are much more, much less likely to come out and vote in, in the federal election. They're trying to get those people and outreach while at the same time, you know, uh, providing some, some uh, you know, uh, 
support for Alberta and Saskatchewan, who really are, are not at this point looking like they're going to support the Liberals at all. So it's an interesting tightrope, but I think it's one that is resonating quite well in terms of how they're handling it, at least with this specific... Yeah, I, I see this past week more as a political exercise than an exercise to protect the environment or to or to promote the energy sector. It's, uh, it's a case of, let's announce, make the TMX announcement on Tuesday, and then on Thursday, we'll make sure that C69 and C48 pass through the Senate, so we'll satisfy one group, and then we'll try to satisfy those who oppose the pipeline. We'll try to come out of this at the end of the week with a better political uh, position than we had going into the week. And I think ultimately, if that becomes the, uh, and if I'm right about this, if that becomes the way Canadians will see this this TMX development, that will harm the Liberals because then it becomes a political issue again, and they're heading into the election campaign with a lot of baggage. Yeah, you know, and and don't forget on Monday they they passed that motion to declare that Canada was facing a climate emergency. That's right. And That's then, right. And then on Tuesday uh, expanded the pipeline. So, you know, there are. It certainly is is a situation where, for the optics of it, when you're the conservatives or as you've seen Jason Kenney, some of the provincial conservatives saying that this is an exercise in hypocrisy and, and really politicizing this. I think for the Liberals, it's it's a fine balance of. Uh, you know, they, they're they going to be entering a campaign and they want to say, you know, we're, we're getting that pipeline built. By that point, they would like to have, as as the the quote is, shovels in the ground. That That's kind of their speculation that they might not have enough time to actually accomplish that. But I think that's what they would like to communicate is that, you know, we're, we've got Canadians working and that's something that this government is going to do. And, and if you can stay out of the kind of political uh, bickering that tends to... Uh, you know, define our, our our week-to-week kind of Canadian political culture right now, uh, that would definitely be a win for them. But I think this is one that, you know, they've got such a, a strong majority and, and a high level of Canadians that support this project that ultimately it can be a win depending on how they spin it, I think. Well, you've got Conservatives, um, supporters of the Conservative Party supporting TMX, and then you have, you have more, actually more Conservative um, Canadians supporting TMX than you do left-wing uh, Canadians or the left, if you will, of the Liberal Party support, which yeah, which is know, not a really it's not a huge surprise, but it's worth noting. Yeah, the it's it's very rare that you can get you know eighty-five percent of conservatives or sorry seven seventy-six percent of conservatives in this case who say that a Liberal government made the right decision on anything. Um, but it's really overwhelming, you know, only 11% saying the government made the wrong choice. And, yeah. you know, those people, when you ask them the question of whether or not the pipeline will be built, they're a little more reserved. And, you know, the percentage of Albertans saying the pipeline will be built is actually lower than the percentage of British Columbians who are less likely to support the project. So it, they're, they're really supportive of the idea of going forward with this, more so than, than Liberals, who are also quite supportive, though, I should say, 65%. So we're in uh, we're in for an interesting. We know that already, but we're in for a very interesting several months as we head toward October the twenty first because this is it's going to be one component part of the election campaign. I'm looking forward to hearing what all the polling information shows us. Dave, thank you. It's always great talking to you. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you, Roy. Take care. Dave Korzynski is a research associate with the Angus Reid Institute. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.